This is the MD's Fantasy Football Show with Dan Mader. Giving you the X's and O's of all things fantasy. All right, we got the Saints coming down to the Colts. Oh, that's why Adam jumped on now. He knew we were about, <laughs> about the Colts. Uh, <laughs> the I'm going to do the opposite next week. I'm going to get off before the freaking Packer game starts. <laughs> uh, Saints coming in to Indianapolis. The Colts are favored at minus one and a half in this game. That's so funny because the Colts, nobody can look at these two teams and say that the Colts are the better team. The fact that they're a favor just shows you how bad the Saints are playing right now. Uh, 43 and a half over under. We have opposite trends on with both these teams. We're both covering the spread and on the over unders. And it's two teams that are completely unpredictable. I'm not betting this thing with a 10 foot pole right now. Jawan Johnson, as far as the injury reports go, he looks like he is going to return. So I'll just save you the suspense on my Taysom Hill take is that with him returning, Taysom Hill unlikely to get some of those actual tight end routes that he was getting. Uh, ECR has him at tight end 12. They're not catching up. I got him at tight end 20. There's no way I'm touching Taysom Hill with no people on by and Jawan Johnson back uh, in the building. You want to take that shot? Be my guest. You gamble on a higher level than I ever will. Uh, Gardner Minshew, despite the facts that I know he finished QB3, um, I'm not trying to play Gardner Minshew. I'm definitely not trying to play Derek Carr this week. Alvin Kamara. Let, let's talk a little Alvin Kamara, Chase. Now, I, I got him at 10. He's got him at 5. It's, it doesn't matter. RB1, he's plugging and playing in your lineup. But this guy, which Jamal Williams coming back, has 32, 31 opportunities, I believe it was. It was if Jamal Williams wasn't even on the field. Now, I think Williams is going to get a little more work on the short yardage situations and on early downs. But until until Pete Carmichael loses his play-calling job, and I don't know if that happens, there does seem to be a lot of rumblings for that to happen. That is the only thing that would worry me about Alvin Kamara's volume and value of what he's been giving you as of late. Do you see the same way or no? Would you sell the idea that maybe that does change and maybe you can get Kamara for something higher? I don't know what you sell him for, but what do you think? I I don't know that you're going to, I mean, I don't know what you're going to get necessarily higher for him, and I'm not necessarily looking to get anything higher for him right now. I like him in the offense. I don't think. Here's a question for you. Here's here's a question for you. Alvin Kamara or Jonathan Taylor rest of the season? I think Camaro's on the better team. So I'll, I'll I don't know if he's on the that. better fantasy team though, but yeah, okay. Yeah, they're close. I, I, I don't, I do not see, I don't see as of right now, I don't see Jamal Williams as the fantasy threat to Alvin Kamara. As I do see Zach Moss and the rest of that offense as the threat to Jonathan Taylor's production. That's that's my reasoning in there. Not that I don't necessarily think at this point in their careers, Jonathan Taylor's not the better player. It's just that because of who's around them and how they're used, I think that Kamara has a better has a better shot to score more points from here on up. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. No, they're close. I just wanted to see what your take was. Um, with Jonathan Taylor, Adam. I'm breaking him as a top 12 running back. He looked like Jonathan Taylor to me last week. Same snaps as Zach Moss looking like Jonathan Taylor last week, dominating both efficiency and opportunities. Um, I know this is a tough match against the Saints. Do you have any concerns? No, I, I think he's looked like Jonathan Taylor the whole time. I think they've been obnoxiously conservative with him. Um, but I, I think from my perspective, it's very clear they need to lean on the run game. Moss is 
genuinely playing well at this point. I think it's lasted long enough that I can say that. Uh, Taylor's obviously better, but at that point, you just got to funnel the run. Because, like, look, the defense in every efficiency metric is playing well. It is quite literally just scoring, and it's because the offense has turned over the ball so much, they've given up almost 45 points (laughs) off of turnovers the last two weeks. You cannot let Gardner Minshew keep running this offense because he can't point guard. It's not working for him. Like, (laughs) they have to run this offense through Jonathan Taylor, through Zach Moss, through the offensive line that's playing pretty well. Like, the whole thing is flip-flop. The offense is scoring way more than it needs to, and they're putting the defense in worse positions for it. I think the incentives <laughs> of the team match Jonathan Taylor getting the ball. Adam says, muck it up. Muck it up. That's what he wants to see. <laughs> Three yards in a cloud of AstroTurf. Uh, uh, Chris Olave did get arrested for reckless driving. I don't Ooh. think it's going to matter from a fantasy standpoint at all. We saw Jordan Addison get arrested. It didn't lead to a suspension. It'll likely be a fine. So I don't start panicking here on Chris Olave. Uh, Chris, I did want to get a take here with the wide receivers. I have, I've actually updated this since I've done the outline. Josh Downs, I have at wide receiver 28. Michael Pittman, I have at wide receiver 31. I would rather have Josh Downs than Michael Pittman this week. What do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, I think you can make the argument for that. I think, you know, what you're worried about is the Gilmore treatment. Is that going to shut down? That's not, it's not Gilmore. Wow. Lattimore treatment. Treatment. You're worried about shutting down Pittman. One thing I will give Gardner Minshew credit for is he's going to, you know, if he wants to get you the ball, he will fire it to you come hell or high water. So that's going to be the interesting part. As I'm kind of alluded to, this offense doesn't necessarily have a rhyme or reason in what it does all the time. So while I agree with you, the Downs has the best matchup, it wouldn't shock me that Pittman could outscore him just because of the touchdown opportunities. Downs is being targeted more since Minshew has taken over in the second stint now uh, for Anthony Richardson. And Pittman, I mean, look, had it not been for a 75-yard touchdown late in the fourth quarter, he was on his way to an abysmal day. Uh, Something to keep in mind against Cleveland, which also is very good against perimeter corners. Even though Lattimore has not shadowed, the Saints have still been really tough against perimeter wide receivers all year long. Real quick, Dan, though, I think Downs had four catches. Five. He had five for 125 and a touchdown with six targets. Yeah. So he's but even to Chris's point, Pittman had eight targets. They were trying to get him the ball. That defense is I have Pittman up. down for five targets last week. Uh I saw on sleeper eight. Um, either way, though. Imaginary out of I've got I've got him for five. I've got him for yeah. five. I mean Gardner Minshew firing the ball past the line of scrimmage doesn't necessarily count as a target. Oh, right. That's kind of what he does. I mean, <laughs> but, but like, my point like Chris is, said, if he wants to get you the ball, he will definitely throw it forward. There isn't a, going to be an attempt to get him the ball. Whether those land, yeah, different right. question, but there will be an attempt. Yeah, I mean, and it is a, a – the Saints are very good against the run. I don't know. I don't think – I just don't think the Colts are going to have that much trouble this week. I really don't. ETN was still able to get two touchdowns. I think this – has a sneaky thing for similar to the Cleveland game. It has turnovers built into it, Dan. That's where the scores the scoring can get interesting. That's true. But that's turns the ball over. Adam well, Adam wants we'll get the muck game if nobody turns the ball over. But if they do turn it over, now we're gonna have a free for all and we're gonna have guys running for 150 yards and guys catching for hundred yards where we just were like, how the hell that happened? because that's how it kind of happens to turn. And that's a, that's a variance possibility, but it's not something we're going to be projecting into our rankings. Uh, let's see. We got a question coming in here from Elijah. Y'all starting Deontay Johnson or Ramondre Stevenson at flex this week. For me, that's easy. It's it's Ramondre 100% against the Miami Dolphins. Um, I mean, I like what I saw at Deontay, but I'm starting Ramondre, who's finally getting targeted. You guys agree, disagree? 
Yep. Okay. Chris? Only the full point PPR when I disagree. Okay. That's fair. Um, let's go to our next matchup. 